0: hello and welcome to another episode of education of the heart it's very important to move your learning from your head to your heart because when it's in your heart then it matters so i'm here with natalia and she had a we had a great class assistive technology this semester how are you natalia
1: i'm doing good i'm a little nervous about the podcast
0: (laughs) oh we'll make it work we're excited so At the beginning of the semester, I made you do this nine page AT competency Mm -hmm. and you came up with things that you wanted to study in the class. Mm -hmm. So how did that go? You're learning about AT this semester.
1: So for the competency list, it was a little bit hard because there was so much stuff that I didn't know about. And as I was going through the list, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of heard of that. Oh, I don't know this. I actually don't know that. But I thought about special education, and I, I saw certain um, disabilities that I thought, ooh, maybe I could study about those, so like um, hearing, so the the hearing aid and FM system, mm, right. something for um, those who are blind, So I wanted to learn more about Braille and what type of stuff, other AT devices I could do. I was really interested in the alternate augmentative uh, communication system, the recreation and leisure, because I was thinking more like PE, like students who can't or have less mobility to participate in PE and what they can do. And I also liked the transition. So, in, my, in our previous um, class, I think it was like maybe last semester or this current um, semester, it's about IEP, right? And it's transitioning students like further from, in life from high school.
0: Yeah, from high school to real life, yeah.
1: Yeah, so then, like, since I've been doing that, I was like, ooh, maybe this would be a really good subject to tie things with and connect in full circle. So those are, like, so those are the, the areas, the topics that I've been focusing this semester
0: about. Yeah, transition is my favorite part because it's, let's not jam algebra down their throat. Let's find things to help them be successful in life, get yeah. a job, learn to live on your own. And AT can really help with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that you talk about augmentative and alternative communication because sometimes children don't have a voice, mm-hmm. and I think that is so important to know that you have a voice Mm -hmm. and that you can make choices and you have agency. I think that's so important. So, yeah, let's just talk about communication because that is so important to raise the quality of life. If people know they have a voice, their behaviors get better, they feel valued, I think all of those things. So, in communication, we should just hand them an iPad that talks for them, right?
1: No. No, why not? (laughs) So... I think there's this, um, I think in one of my classes, I learned that behavior is communication and communication is a big part of like human rights and it makes them feel humane. Yeah. So them being able to communicate with their peers, the people that they love, like sharing their ideas, their knowledge, making those connections. It, it's so kind of like a way of life and for them to be for them, <laughs> for them to be limited or not being able to do that i think for them it's frustrating and a struggle and it's like really heartbreaking because they can't say what they want to say and sometimes they can't do what they want to do so it's like almost like a language barrier right and that can help them with maybe a text-to-speech type or um, a device that has words or phrases and they just tap it in and it creates their sentences. It also helps them with homework. Like, it's just a really... Communication is really, really big.
0: Yeah, it, it raises their quality of life if they mm-hmm. can communicate. And I, what I'm feeling is I'm feeling that your heart really wants to help yeah. Really wants to help people with disabilities. You want to make a difference in your life. You want them to have some choices. You want them to increase their quality of life. And so, yeah. they're transitioning into being more successful as adults and having better opportunities. And and so I, I love that your your focus is on the communication and teaching them those things. One thing, um, have you heard of Picture Exchange Communication System? Oh, yes. So, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about that, what you know.
1: <laughs> so I I did a lesson on this. I learned that it's a way for young. It, it can be in early childhood, maybe not like when they're really little, but, you know, maybe like uh,
0: preschoolers, 18 months.
1: Yeah, yeah, or like a little bit older where it's – like just like a picture system so I did a schedule mm. a routine and you can have multiple pictures you can put them in order to show them like this is what we're going to do or it could be let's say food and you show um, like different pictures of food so like cook uh, lunch so macaroni, mashed potatoes, chicken nuggets and they Yum. say okay, I'm hungry I want this <laughs> They just pick it up, put it in there on a little Velcro strip. Um, You can do, like, instead of a device, like like an iPad, it can be sentences, phrases, and then they stick it on there. They could do that.
0: And they learn that communication means something. That I have something important to say, even though I might be nonverbal. What I'm saying is important. And how does having a little control of their schedule empower them?
1: So I think that it tell, it communicates to the the adult that they, this is like what they want to do. So they can say, okay, instead of playing outside, I want to play inside or instead of um, this, I want that. Like they, it's kind of like a, negotiation where even though they can't verbally communicate they can just show a picture so an example of this could be object symbolism okay so i learned that um you can take an object and teach them the the meaning of it so a book can just be like i want to read or a let's say four could be I want to eat. If um, a teacher were to show toys and the teacher shows blocks and then the kid the child can just pick up a book and say, I don't want to play blocks, I want to read a book.
0: Okay. Type.
1: So that they still have something to grab or they have something to communicate.
0: Yeah, because I I love that you're focusing on the student and what tasks do they want, what do they want to communicate instead of just throwing the tool at them. So you've done a great question of all these things that you wanted to learn. You've searched a lot of things. So what are some of the fruits that you think has happened since you've moved your learning from your head to your heart? Um, I
1: think it's inspiration. And for inspiration, it was a lot. Uh, like on my part it was learning it was about being resourceful um, creativity being persistent and as I was like looking into all that I realized that it's certain characteristics that um, students as they get older they learn to have maybe even in adulthood where an inspiration. It's it's kind of like, um, so this is how I explained it, and I, <laughs> okay. So the PVC man, ass- ass- uh, assignment that we did was creating. And assistive tech right okay so as I was creating it I was like okay so what else can I do with this PVC pipe because this is the only material that I have this is the only resource you know okay so then I was thinking about the different things and I was trying to look for pictures but some of the um, models that I wanted some let's say like a walker for a kid or something to help him lift, um, for exercise. Okay. But it wasn't there, so then that made me like, okay, maybe I can do it, you know, maybe I can get creative, think of a way to do that, um, I don't know, it was just, like, there's so many things that I saw on there that could be done for Assistive tech. It could be something like a low tech. Right. I think a low tech is um, tech where it can hold an iPad. It can hold a book. It can help. Right. Way. So
0: you learn about things in your head, but I think when you moved it to your heart, you said, Oh, I can be inspired mm. to do a lot of things yeah. to help children grow and to have help them have a higher quality of life. I I love that. So this the fruit of inspiration that you have received this semester, has that helped your testimony of Jesus Christ? Oh yeah. So tell me how.
1: Oof okay. Hmm. So it has helped me in the way well It's obvious that I want to help others, right? And I think because communication is so big and there's just...
0: So do you think that you felt the spirit when you were inspired to help people with PVC Man? Yeah. So when you feel the Spirit, does that help you come closer to Jesus? Yeah. I, I, I definitely mm-hmm. think it does. I think I think some of the fruits of inspiration is that the gift of the Holy Ghost touching mm-hmm. you and directing you. I know this child. That's what Heavenly Father would say. So here's how you can help him.
1: Yeah. And
0: so it, the Spirit guides you. I think that's that's one way. So yeah. when you're in... After you leave BYU-Idaho, can you bear your testimony in public schools? Mm. But how can you without necessarily... Could you talk about ethics and being nice? Can you still love your children? Yeah. Yeah, That that's what I'm saying. I think you can share your testimony of Jesus through showing love, showing that inspiration of the resources that are available.
1: Mm. I,
0: I definitely can feel that we can do that.
1: I think... Well, when you asked me, I was like, verbally say it? I mean, verbally do a testimony? It can always be in your heart. That's <laughs> the
0: education of the heart. Yeah, but... Share what's in your heart.
1: Yeah, I think... I just remember, like, you can write your testimony. You can um, kind of tell or show, remind others that you know, God loves them. And I think it was... Like through teachers, even I can say me as a future teacher, I can do that. And so for the inspiration, what I wanted to to say was there's the assessment process is very, it's not difficult but it's a rocky process
0: it's student focused it's trial and error a lot of that for sure
1: and i always thought like maybe if i could be resourceful then i could like work with the student work with the team to think of mm, not permanent it's temporary temporary assistive tech that could help for a short period, before we, you know, go big. But I think it's... See, I have something to connect with how... with Heavenly Father, and I think it's just that I remember how he helped a lot of people who were sick, and even though it wasn't a t, he like blessed them right with what
0: each of them needed, yeah individually, yeah yeah,
1: and I think that whether it's like helping them with a t or helping them mentally to be in a in a good place like the heart, you know. Um, I think re- being resourceful was a really big thing that I was just stuck on. But,
0: yeah. Well, I love I love that your learning has moved from your head to your heart. We can feel it. Yeah. And so, I, great. What a great semester. Thank you <laughs> so much. And that's another episode of Education of the Heart. See you next time.